You're listening to a Homeboy 88 production. Hi there, son. I know I brought you up knowing the city life, and I reckon you need to know everything there is to know on survival. You know, in case a nuclear warhead hits us, or a plague, or the economy collapses, heck, even a solar flare. Golly, Pa, you gonna teach me how to survive? Hell nah. I'm a busy, hard-working man, but I have this podcast thingamajig that'll teach you everything. What's it called, Pa? It's called... The Pretty Good Pepper Podcast. The Pretty Good Pepper Podcast. The Pretty Good Pepper Podcast. The Pretty Good Pretty Good Pepper Podcast. The 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 Pretty Good Pretty Good Pepper Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the fucking first episode of the Pretty Good Prepper Podcast. I'm your host, one of your hosts, Homeboy88, and joining me all the way from Canada, his name is Tuttle17. What's up, Tuttle? How's it going, man? Oh, it's going good. How's it going, Mr. Homeboy? Fucking awesome, bro. Awesome weather over here. Not too hot, not too cold, but it's sunny. Nice and pretty. My fucking roses are uh, blooming like a motherfucker. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Did some work on that, man. And um, yeah, I cut them in uh, January, February, stripped the leaves and all that, trimmed them. Mm-hmm. And um, my wife went out there and she's like, I think you trimmed them wrong. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know how like when you cut them, right? Mm-hmm. You cut them like little stubby. I was like, no, fuck that shit. I put some fertilizer. Sorry to say I didn't put a fish head under the ground. I should have done that, but I put some fucking fertilizer that I had in the garage. Raked it, raked it, raked it, watered it every day. And boy, it looks like a fucking bouquet of roses on each one, bro. So <laughs> That's good. As a homeowner, man, I'm pretty proud because it looks pretty sick, you know, out there. Like uh, red roses and then the pink and the white roses. But that's what we do. On the Pretty Good Prepper Podcast for me and you. Anyways. <laughs> What's up, everybody? We're going to introduce ourselves. My name is Homeboy88. I'm from Southern California. I'm not a prepper, but when I met this guy, my homeboy right here, uh, Tuttle17. By the way, Tuttles, you disappeared into your thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My virtual background won't work on this because it's just too much shit in the background here. No, man, you don't need that because that that right there is your RV. That's your. I know you have a bug out bag, right? Yeah. But you have what would you call that? That kind of motor vehicle. Oh, uh, they call them bug out vehicles. Bug out vehicles. Oh, yeah. shit! I just should have guessed that. Fuck. <laughs> you know? Yeah, B O V. Yeah, bug those. out bug out vehicles and. uh yeah, man, uh, you know, we can touch on a lot of different shit today. It doesn't have to necessarily be 
the apocalypse. We're gonna we're supposed to be joined by Christopher Rams. He couldn't do it, but that's cool. So man, it's springtime. Okay. I know this guy right here, Tuttle 17. He's a bad motherfucker when it comes to prepping, when it comes to planting, when it comes to growing. What's going on right now at the Tuttle 17 house, prepper-wise? Well, I just built a new uh, raised bed garden for berries and strawberries. Mm -hmm. And then I built another one for uh, strictly asparagus. All right. And then I was a few minutes late today because I called the lumber yard, had him cut a bunch of wood for me. I get there and the wood wasn't ready to be loaded up yet. (laughs) Because that's uh, for another raised bed that I'm building. I like I the raised beds. They're just easier to maintain. But you know what? Uh, I thought you were going to be like uh, 30 minutes late. I was like sweating, you know, because I got to go somewhere too. And I was <laughs> like, oh, shit. But, you know, I'll wait. I, I was I was sitting in here in the garage waiting for you. And uh, so how was like your um, your tomatoes and everything coming along? Uh, uh, they're coming along really good. I'm going to be planting this weekend in the actual raised beds. Mm-hmm. The ones that we started, they're about, you know, probably about that big, you know, like okay. 18 inches tall already and stuff. So, all right. So, here I'm going to cut back. I'm only going to plant four tomato plants instead of eight because we still got a lot of sauce and salsa left from last oh year. My God, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, so everybody, Tuttles was telling me, and he was not rubbing it in. He's not rubbing it in because I did tomatoes. And I had them for a little bit, but you know what happens when you stop fucking the TLC and stop watering them? They'll die. They go to shit. And this guy's like, yeah, my tomatoes, I'm giving them away in boxes and shit. (laughs) Yeah, boxes of tomatoes. (laughs) Well, normally we only did uh, like pasta sauce, but you were talking about salsa last year. So yeah, me and the wife started making salsa and we love that shit. The kids love it too. So since this is, you know, an introduction to prepping, why tomatoes, Tim? Can you, I mean, uh, Tuttles, can can you explain? (laughs) Easy and plentiful, I guess. Yeah. You know, there's good nutrition in a lot of vitamins and minerals and stuff like that. You know, tomatoes are a really good food, especially non-GMO, like a lot of shit you buy at the grocery store. I don't know, man. They just taste like shit. (laughs) Really? Homegrown tomatoes just taste way better. Yeah, man, when I go to the grocery store and I get a tomato, man, and you slice it open, it's not that red. No, like currently, most tomatoes you get at the grocery store, it's uh-huh. about the equivalent of a McDonald's beef patty. Oh, and that's <laughs> fucking disgusting, ladies and gentlemen, because I tell everybody this, my family, it feels when I mean the McDonald's burger now, I don't know about when I was a kid. But now it feels like I'm eating like uh, sawdust uh, mixed in with the meat or some bullshit. Doesn't oh, seem real. Don't they use filler for the McDonald's uh, beef patties? I don't want to be derogatory or get sued for anything, <laughs> but uh... hey, you know what? Go fuck yourself, McDonald's. Your, your <laughs> hamburgers went to shit, bro. When I was a kid, and they had the McDLT. Remember, hot on one side. Cold on the other. That was the bomb.com. You motherfuckers got rid of that shit? Get the fuck out of here. That was your best burger, bro. You kidding well, me? My wife's uncle's been, he's in second or third place right now for longest continuous employee of the McDonald's Corporation. Uh huh. And when he retires, I've talked him into doing a tell all video or book about McDonald's. 
Yep. <laughs> and, and McDonald's, uh, I love their filet of fishes, and I heard that they use like one kind of fish, right? I forgot the name of the fish. Do you know the name of the fish at all? No. So they use like one kind of fish to make it all taste the same. You know, it's not pretty bad. It's not. It's not bad that filet of fish. It's pretty. No, actually, that's one of my favorite sandwiches that they have. I don't have it very often, but uh, I don't hesitate to eat one of them. Yeah. Fuck McDonald's. Let's let's get off McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the McDonald's show. This is the Pretty Good Prepper podcast. So well, you could be a prepper with a McDonald's burger. You can wrap it up, stick it in your pocket for twenty years, come back, put it in the microwave. It'll be exactly the same. <laughs> ah, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Use it at the end of the world. And speaking of the end of the world, we listen everybody i got something to admit uh we did an episode last week the initial pretty good prepper podcast with me tuttles and christopher rams and we're fucking getting into it and everything we're having a grand old time chris was here tuttles was here and guess what 45 minutes in i look up at my screen it says uh you haven't started recording shit you fucking idiot (laughs) you should have seen the look on your face tim I'm so sorry, man. I'm so sorry. But today we're recording. And you know what? I wanted to talk about the end of the world a little bit. We won't go deep diving, maybe. But I mean, could people really, I know you can, but could people really survive the end of the world with the shit that they know now or don't know now? What do you think? I think that people are a lot more resilient than I used to give them credit for Mm -hmm. after what we've gone through over the last like 18 months. I actually give the humankind a lot more, a lot more props for, uh, you know, just conforming, not conforming like in a bad way. I mean, like being able to, you know, do what you got to do to survive these days and stuff. Like we did lose a lot of people, you know, from the coronavirus and the uh, suicide rates and stuff. But Uh in general, I think, I think we turned out a lot better over the last 18 months than I ever thought that people would. <laughs> and you're seeing in Canada um, last week that you and Chris, that it's way stricter than America, right? You oh, yeah. You can't even go into the store and shop. No. That's crazy. Uh, stores are all closed down. Everything's curbside pickup, basically, except Everything. for like, groceries and drugstore and stuff. By the way... I don't want to say thank you, coronavirus, for anything, but I'm going to say this. <laughs> okay? This coronavirus thing, yes, yes, it's horrible. A lot of negatives and shit. But it also brought about, like he's saying, curbside pickup. And, man, I'm going to tell you guys something, okay? If you work a long, hard day delivering packages in the sun and shit, the last thing you want to go is fucking sweaty and hot and shit into Target and go look for fucking, I don't know what. So now I just drive up, right? My wife puts in the order, and you drive up to the spot, and you could even do it before you get there. I'm here, and they bring out the fucking thing. I feel like fucking uh, uh, John D. Rockefeller, bro. <laughs> like, they just, I get a servant, come to the side of my car, hand me my shit. Yeah, yeah okay, everything's good. See you later, motherfucker. Dude, two minutes, I'm gone, bro. Yeah, I don't hate the curbside, but Mm. when you need something now, it's like, but you put in the order because you have to put in the order, wait for the confirmation email. Yeah. 
Sometimes it can take like a day and a half. <laughs> oh, for you guys, not for us. It's like uh, two hours or whatever. And it's, uh, I'm not going to lie, at the beginning, they didn't know what the fuck they're doing. They're like a chicken with their head cut off running around and shit. Mm-hmm. So the, you would look in the bag and it'd be like, wrong, wrong, wrong. You'd have to get out of the car. <laughs> this is wrong. I ordered this fucking Listerine, not the original one. What are you trying to kill me? I don't want that fucking original brown liquid that tastes like shit, bro. Give me the Arctic Mint, okay? You son of a bitch. <laughs> well, it's like me. I ordered a bunch of fishing stuff from a local hardware store, and yeah. all the hook sizes were all wrong. <laughs> fucking assholes, bro. Just, yeah. It's like talk, we're talking about McDonald's, and I get it. They don't get paid that well. But I used to – they got better now. I used to just fucking go – with the idea that whatever I order, they're going to fuck up. They're going yeah. to fuck, <laughs> fuck it up. No matter how I speak into the thing, or it goes to McDonald's, can I take your order? And I'll be like, can I get <laughs> a Big Mac, no onions? Okay, I don't like onions, right? I don't know. That's fucking weird. Big Mac, no onions, Dr. Pepper, large fries. It can be a Big Mac, no onion, I fry it, I pepper, I pull up to the side. <laughs> fucking get there, fucking mess. Did I say extra onions, motherfucker? Because that's what you put in there. Does no onions mean extra onions, you son of a bitch? I'm not going to eat this shit. Maybe we have to do our whole podcast just talking like this, and then people will be getting prepared for it, and we worth a lot of money. <laughs> and what's up with that shit, dude? They can't get fucking the technology to come out clear. <laughs> what the fuck? You sons of bitches, man. Fucking get your shit together, bro. I know you don't want to work there, but you're getting paid something. And I heard that they want to raise the minimum wage to 15 bucks an hour. For uh, McDonald's workers and like fast food, that's pretty. Oh, they good. did that here. <clears throat> oh, they did. Yeah, but I think it's fourteen an hour here. Yeah, fourteen. An hour? Fourteen an hour here isn't the same as fourteen an hour there. Fourteen an hour down there was like eighteen, nineteen an hour up here, right? Man, when I when I fucking worked at McDonald's, it was like four fifty, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, let's get off McDonald's again, bro. So, so. Tunnels. If it was the end of the world, step by step, you don't have to go into complete detail. And by the way, end of the world, like a solar flare or fucking, uh, you know, um, the economy collapses, whatever. You're ready. You're set. I know you are. But you know what? Let's get ridiculous, man. What if the end of the world is not that? What if the end of the world is some fucking scary shit like a Vampires are real, bro. Or the fact that the UFO disclosure is going to happen in a few weeks. Oh, my God. Well, you could do the UFO one, but imagine (laughs) if fucking vampires are real. And just one day they're like, you know what? I'm going to come up above ground and we're going to fuck. We're going to take shit over, man. They they can't kill us unless they stab us in the heart with a steak and fucking garlic and all that shit or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And... Wouldn't that be scary? And imagine, like, the vampire looked like the traditional vampire with the fucking cape and the and the hood, bro. 
and Bella the, Lugosi. Yeah, and the fucking slick back hair like a cholo, bro. Dude, imagine a fucking... Welcome to my McDonald's. I, I, I want to suck your blood. <laughs> Dude, if I saw a widow's peak, bro, or like 10 of them, I'd freak the fuck out, bro. I wouldn't even know what to do. Because they can... They're there, bro. To be honest, if vampires yeah. are real, I'd say yeah. sign me up. Sign you up. You want to be a vampire? Yeah, hell yeah. Fuck no. <laughs> I'd want to die. What? You can just die by going in the sun, right? Commit suicide? Well, it just depends on which lore you're following, right? Shit, man. After you might like just a... get really sparkly. Yeah, but... Oh, my <laughs> God, bro. Diamond skin or whatever the fucker. Fuck was that? No, nah, man. Imagine you're like... Uh, here 300 years and you killed all the human beings and just you vampires maybe a couple human beings that you have as slaves and shit yeah you need slaves and blood banks yeah, right yeah, yeah slaves and blood banks and you're just bored as shit you're like you know what? i want to end it man <laughs> let me go to the beach <laughs> <laughs> well see for me it's not like you know interested in the darker the macabre it's one of my favorite movies growing up was The Highlander, and he was immortal. Uh-huh. And uh, I would just like to be immortal. Immortal, huh? Mm-hmm. Damn, bro. So, bug out bag, bug out vehicle. What do you have in the bug out vehicle? What do you have in the bug out bags? <laughs> or should I not say that because it's secret? <laughs> oh, it's not that it's secret, but it's just sort of like a system, you know? Mm-hmm. You have the bag with certain things in it, and you have your vehicle with certain things in it, right? Okay. Like, you don't want to keep, like, too many perishables in your vehicle because of the, you know, hot, sunny days and stuff like that. Right. So you have your basic, like, necessities in your thing, you know, extra emergencies and some water and stuff in there. But mm-hmm. when you go to leave for, like, a bug out situation, you have to have, like, a system to, like, bring all your food with you and stuff. I personally use, like, a tote system. Okay. And so. you said that. You're ready to go. Like everything's in the house in the pantry, but you could load it in uh, how many minutes? You said tunnels. I think it was like eight minutes or something like that. Eight, <sighs> ten minutes. Eight minutes. That's fantastic. Cause I go to. The, I'm trying to go to the movies with my kids. It takes like three hours, bro. I have to trick them. I have to trick them. <laughs> Star Wars starts at two uh, thirty, but it really starts at three thirty. Mm-hmm. So that I get well, there. that's what normal likes like, but when you say it's fucking go time, it's yeah. fucking go time, right? Yeah, it's go. There's time. no whining necessary. If you don't want to have fucking clothes on, you're gonna end up in the RV with nothing on, other than your shorts or whatever oh, you're fucking oh, wearing. You yeah, know, like, yeah. What about clothes? You said that too. What about clothes? Like, what do you take, and how many pairs, and what kind of shoes? Oh, a couple pairs of socks each. You know, a couple, okay. couple t-shirts each, a sweater. Oh. A hoodie, sure. like a, a pair of uh-huh. pants, some shorts. You need blankets, right? You need blankets. Oh, yeah, but see, like I said mm. before, I sort of take for granted the fact that if I went in my RV somewhere right now, other than, you know, having the RV, I could set up like a full campsite. <laughs> you know, tent, Fucking sleeping awesome, bags, man. chairs, you know, <laughs> a little barbecue. I just carry that shit around with me every day. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Let's say you traveled out, right, in your RV with your family. Hey, and you guys are fucking seen along the way. That's that's the picture I have in my head and shit, you know. <laughs> no fighting, no nothing, just everybody in unison singing some shit. 
And then you guys break down and you're like, oh, fuck. But you're not near anywhere, but you're ready. You're, you're good to go. What do you do, Tuttles? What do you do in that situation? You run out of gas or like two, you get two flat tires, bro. Well, you basically try to find out the best way of doing things. Like simple item. I have roadside assistance and stuff too, like, you know, for RVs mm-hmm. and stuff. Okay. But you always have to have a little bit of food, a little bit of water in your vehicles. Like they recommend you keep something in your trunk, even people with normal cars too, right? Mm-hmm. A couple of granola bars, a couple of bottles of water, pack of gum, you know, a couple of lighters, candles. Okay. Uh, always have emergency first aid kit. Some cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, when you're a smoking idiot like me, nah, fucking no, stupid. I'm just fucking with you. No, um, yeah, and what about like, um, if uh, the system didn't work and, and you were just out there in the middle of nowhere, like let's say it's the 1980s and you don't have that roadside assistance, mm-hmm. there's no cell phones, nothing like that, what do you do? And Swiss you Family Robinson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hell yeah, but you have to head into town. Somebody Somebody has to head into town while the other parent or whatever takes care of the the kids and the situation, right? Somebody has to fucking go. Yeah, absolutely. Damn. That's the thing, you know, but it's just, uh, it's hard, it's hard because it's such a case by case thing. Like it's so mm-hmm. vague because there's times where you just hunker down and, you know, cause you know, there's going to be like trucks coming by the next day or, oh, gotcha. you know, whatever. But odds are, if you're a couple miles out of a town, like, a lot of people these days couldn't even make a two mile walk. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. What about like uh let's say you're like, hey, let's get some rest and first thing at the crack of dawn, I'm gone. I'm gonna head into town and get some help if nothing happens, nothing goes down. Nobody yeah, that's a good way to do it because you gotta assess your situation, mm-hmm. take your time to relax, so you're not like wah, 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 right. wasting energy. First thing you want to do during any emergency situation, just take a deep breath, count to three, Mm -hmm. clear your head, try to get rid of all the panic. And then you can think a lot straighter and make better decisions. Of course, man. And uh, Tuttles has always said the number one thing that you need is water, right? Without water, you die. Oh, I was going to get that. <laughs> <laughs> we need My, a Berkey Filter sponsorship. <laughs> we, we've done other shows, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, the Pretty Good Prepper podcast. And when this guy told me about this thing, like uh, the fucking heavens opened up and I was like, whoa, what is this shit you're talking about? The Berkey water filtration system, right? Yep. You said you can get like swampy water, filter it out and drink it. Well, okay, explain the, the, the filter system. And uh, I mean, this is fucking awesome, dude, honestly. Well, it's a two-stage system. You have like the charcoal f- filter system that like takes out all the particulates and stuff. Uh-huh. And then the bottom half of the system takes out uh, chemicals. So oh, anything that's poisonous, it basically gets rid of all chemicals out of it. And there's like small, medium, large. like Yeah, you get all different sizes, large. little travel ones or big ones. 
It also depends on the size of your family. Like mine, I fill it up two or three times mm-hmm. a friggin' day these days. <laughs> you know, we're talking about the apocalypse and if shit goes down, man, you know what? I actually uh, am investing in, in stocks right now. The Dogecoin, the Bitcoin, the fucking Ethereum, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm, uh, I'm probably going to do a show on uh, the stock market crash, the Great Depression. Yep. And, and, and tie it in. Man, let me tell you something. Uh, when the Great Depression hit and they didn't have cell phones and they didn't have this or that, they could have needed the fucking Pretty Good Prepper podcast because, man, <laughs> some people did it right. Some people did it so wrong. It sucked, man. They had fucking newspaper putting it in their coat to stay warm. Uh, they would get like cardboard boxes filled out with newspaper for shoes. Uh, live out in shanty towns or like, you know, hobo um, little villages and shit out in the street. Yeah. But then you had some people, because I heard all the stories, you had some people that are already prepared like for this shit. When what they had was they had their house. They had their fucking big ass yard, backyard, whatever. And they had their produce, man. Yeah, it's all about fresh produce. They had their chickens. They had, you know, uh, cows, whatever. If they could afford a cow, a goat, whatever. They were prepared. And those people that were prepared for that situation, pretty good prepper podcast prepared, they... On not only uh, survive themselves, their little family, they would invite like the cousins, other ones, come live here. We'll all work on the farm, and we'll eat, and we'll we'll uh, you know um, get through this together. And that's, well, that's basically when no economy. That's it goes back to the barter system. Like, yeah, I have six tomatoes. You have six eggs. So I'll give yes. you three tomatoes for three of your eggs. You know, like. I have six tomatoes. You don't have anything to buy the tomatoes. Okay, well, you got four hours to kill. Go dig my garden. <laughs> yeah, and he was saying that, just like you said, and I loved it. You said it uh, last time. Chickens lay eggs every day, right? Yep. So you have you have eight chickens. They're going to lay eight eggs. Hopefully, and yeah, and uh, the time. family was saying that they would get those eggs if they didn't need them. And they wouldn't even, um, they would try to barter. But if the family across the street needed them, they would just give it to them. Yeah, because you just got to still, you know, help people in need too, yeah. right? That's a but you also got to be very careful at the same time to make sure that people aren't taking advantage of you at the same time as well too, right? True, yeah, of your kindness. But, you know, I think that's what you got to do. And um, I told my wife, this is, this is my, um, you know, when people, oh, if I get rich, or if I become a millionaire, I'm hoping to become a millionaire from Doge, bro. <laughs> Well, that whole market. I got a lot of fucking shares. If it happens, fine. If it doesn't happen, fine. Whatever. But I want to fucking farm, Tim. Well, Bitcoin dropped right out too, right? Yeah. But I want to farm, bro. Like a legit a house, land. I want all this shit, man. This this shit has got me thinking. I want to plant a bunch of stuff, and that's gonna be my job, bro. To take care of it, mm-hmm. oh, and, and it feels it feels good to to see it grow and to see it produce, and you pick it and you eat it. Uh, what do you call that? Farm to table. Yep. And that's what Tim does. That's what this uh, expert right here does. <laughs> <laughs> 
beans, peas, carrots, yep, tomatoes, cucumbers. This year, we're hoping to finally get some harvests of uh, asparagus. Right. This year, we're invested a lot in um, blueberries and raspberries and strawberries. Um, eggplants. We're mm-hmm. doing a lot of eggplants this year. We've never done that really before. And uh, zucchini. Right. And you also said you have how many fishing rods in your uh, bug out vehicle? <laughs> no, probably about six. <laughs> I don't want to lose this from uh, last week, the fucking last episode. So I'm going to ask you again. You gave an awesome explanation. So you're fishing, whatever. Let's say you're somewhere. You're like fucking uh, t- uh, Tom Hanks and Castaway. Right? <laughs> but you have a knife. <laughs> but you have a fucking knife. That's not a knife. This is a knife, right? Whatever. <laughs> and you get a fish. You fish. How do you, how do you, how do you, uh, fish for dummies, explain on how to get the fish out of the fucking water to eating it? Oh, shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. For people not watching the video, and this is going to go up on YouTube, he's <laughs> pulling out a fucking machete, bro, like fucking Jason Voorhees. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, it's for camping, you know, chopping up twigs and stuff like that. Yeah. Or you can clean a fish with it. <laughs> okay. How do you the do easy it? way to deal with a fish, Yeah. cut its head off, cut its fins off, stick a knife in its asshole, Go up to where its head used to be. You put your finger in. You pull out all the guts. You wash it and rinse it under water. A lot of times there's a bloodline along the spine, which I believe won't hurt you, but it just makes it taste like shit. You wash that all out. And then uh, you figure out which way the the scales are. You take your knife. Yes. And you just go against the scales. The scales all pop off. Against the scales. Yeah, against the scales. So it'll make the scales like, you know, pop yes. off. Yes. And then you cook a whole fish. Fillets and stuff are for fancy, you know, meals and shit. But in survival, yeah, you want every bit of meat you can. So you cook the whole fish. You got nothing but time to kill. So you pick all the meat off the bones. Awesome, dude. Like a fucking rib, right? Yeah. You're just With the bone. <laughs> and you're yeah, just absolutely. eating it, but it's fish. And you're yep. like, oh, shit, there's a little bit left right there. And you're like. Ning, ning, ning. <laughs> yeah, because what else do you have to do, right? Hell yeah, dude. That's awesome. I love that, man. See, see, this is the kind of stuff you're going to. I don't know any about this, anything about this shit. I live in Southern California. I don't know anything about fishing. Nobody took me fucking <laughs> fishing, really. Man. Well, I don't know fishing is, too, though. You got to know what you're fishing for because different fish like different things. But. Mm-hmm. Easiest way to fish is yeah. Oh, let's get into it. Yes, yes, yes. A hook, okay. A sinker, a rod, and uh, worms. Worms. That's the yep. best bait. Versatile. You can catch pretty much anything on just just a normal earthworm. Um, he has to be alive, right? Ah. Uh... The fish do like the scent of an alive worm and the little bit of wiggling that it does. Yes. But when I've fished, I've fished with a worm that's been chewed up by fish, and I just keep using it until there's no worm left on my hook, basically. (laughs) (laughs) 
And you can go um, basically well, along the riverbed or whatever, dig up some worms or push over a rock. Or if you see like a, like a, a branch, you know, like a log or something and whatever, yeah. you move it. Yeah. Odds are there'll be little night crawler worms underneath of it. <sighs> fucking awesome, bro. I'm ready, man. I'm ready. Bring the Even if you catch shit. like yeah. uh, a cricket or a grasshopper, that stuff will all work too, right? A cricket or a grasshopper? Yeah. Man, I wasn't going to tell the story. <laughs> but I'm going to tell it, okay? When we were going to record last week, the night before I was setting up my, uh, you know, the recording uh, system that I have here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hear, I mean, fucking loud, bro. <laughs> Okay, loud. In the garage. I'm here in the garage. And I'm like, fuck no, dude. It was, dude, it was penetrating my fucking eardrums, dude. It ripped it and rinsed it. <laughs> as the English say. Mm-hmm. And so I went looking for the guy. And I saw a bug and I squashed him and I go, okay, whatever. An hour later, I go, you know what? I looked on the internet. I don't think that was the cricket. It didn't look like a fucking cricket. Right? So I was like, fuck. I wasn't the cricket. I was trying to I was trying to look for different uh, looking uh, crickets. Oh shit, that wasn't the cricket. I go back in where I heard the sound and all I had was um like a plunger and a fucking uh and a Lysol spray. And I see the cricket. Mm-hmm. Go on. When you eat it, yeah. That's all it's I left see the I see the cricket. But he's like in back of the treadmill and he's and he saw me and he jumped, right? And fuck that shit. I started spraying that motherfucker. Sorry, cricket. I don't know what that does to a cricket. Probably nothing. But uh he jumped and then he jumped like almost to my face, bro. And I'm not gonna lie, I freaked out a little bit. And then I got the plunger, the not the plunging side, but the stick side, and they squashed him, right? And then I I I see. Fucking cricket. It's say, they say not to kill a cricket because they're good luck. Yeah, they're good luck for your house. <laughs> I didn't know that, bro. The first <laughs> thing that happened, I raise up, I hit my shoulder so fucking hard on the treadmill, bro. I mean, it left a bruise. A bunch of bad shit started happening. I told my family, they're like, oh, no, you killed the fucking cricket, bro. <laughs> Well, it's still not as bad as a haunted stereo cabinet. Oh my! Oh shit! Yeah, well, that's listen to my Halloween show for that bullshit. <laughs> so, what Tim is showing me on video, and if you're on YouTube, you'll be able to see it. It's a picture of a fish and a fucking stick underneath. I don't know what that's about. He's riding the stick, or what? What is that? <laughs> oh, the stick was just there beside it, so because I was doing a size comparison. Oh, okay. Because the um, yeah, it was a carp and it was 36 inches long so i was trying oh, to put okay. it beside a piece of wood so like it could have a comparison 36, that's that's dope and um how much can that feed like a 36 inch uh carp how many people just one or two it's about 20 20 pound fish mm-hmm. yeah but by the time you gut it get rid of everything you probably left with i don't know eight eight to ten pounds of real meat my god we don't actually eat carp around here, but in a, you know, shit hits the fan situation, we would. Don't you have a, um, 
instructions on how to cook a beautiful carp? Yeah, you uh, <laughs> fucking taught me before I even get to tell it. <laughs> okay, you catch a carp, you know, a good two-footer. Yeah. yeah. You get a maple plank. Mm-hmm. You take the carp and a nail, and you nail its head to the plank. Okay. You gut it, you pull all the skin all off it, then you cut its head off, Mm -hmm. you pull the nail out, you know, Mm -hmm. everything's all cut up nice, you throw the fish in the garbage, and then you eat the wooden plank. (laughs) (laughs) Because it tastes like shit? Apparently, but... Oh, my God. We've actually been doing a lot of research on them, and apparently a lot of people are actually saying carp's actually not that bad, so we are going to try them this year. Yeah, man. We tried a bowfin last year. Oh, that was disgusting. Yeah. yeah. So, so Tuttles, um, let's get. Uh, I wanted to ask you about, you know, um, if shit goes down, you have a bug out vehicle, yep. your RV. You have bug out bags. You're you're prepared with your canned goods, and you can your own uh, goods. Right throughout the year, yeah, we jar tomatoes and jar uh, salsas and jar carrots and um, a lot of people don't like to do this because you got to be careful. But we actually we can potatoes as well. Mm. I could basically go into my pantry and make a stew out of just like the stuff that we canned. Mm-hmm. What about weapons, bro? What about weapons? I live in Canada. I don't have proper firearms, you know, <laughs> licenses and stuff right. like that. So I don't own any guns or anything yeah, like don't, that. Don't don't incriminate yourself. <laughs> no, I got a no, bow and really arrow. Doesn't. Okay, a couple slingshots and a pellet gun. But other than that, no, no, you don't need that. And plus, you can need bullets for your guns, right? Yeah. So which would mean. I would have to take it to the 10th degree and, you know, buy like all the loading stuff and everything too, you know, so I can make my own bullets. That's just how I do it. <laughs> Man, if it was me, the bow and arrow or crossbow, like fucking uh, Daryl from The Walking Dead, that's what mm-hmm. I do. I, that's what I do. Um, yeah, I, I'm pretty good with the bow. I'm pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. You got to maintain it like you're practice with it basically, right? But right. um in general, you know, if I pick up a bow after a couple goes with it, I'm usually pretty damn good with it. So, what are you, what are you fucking Katniss Everdeen from the Hunger Games, bro? <laughs> <laughs> she was she was a badass with that bow, dude. You could do yeah. a lot of fucking damage if you were really good with the bow, right? Oh yeah, for sure, you absolutely. Can hunt. You can hunt with the bow. You can hunt deer with a bow. You can hunt small game with the bow. Last There's thing- uh. Oh my Other God. things you can do as well, too, is you can take a slingshot. Yeah. And you put this thing in a round disc and okay. it's got fur in it. It's called a whisker biscuit. Okay. And you could put that on your slingshot and you could put actual arrows <laughs> in that as well. So you can shoot arrows with your slingshot. A whisker biscuit. Yeah, it's called a whisker biscuit. That's a funny name, dude. So we're going to end it with uh, the last topic right here. We're talking Stop. about fish. No, well, I got to do uh, stump uh, tuttles. Um, I got to get questions for that. Maybe I'll, I'll have one right here somewhere. But um, you said animals. You said uh, you're not really a hunter. No, no. Okay. 
I know how, and you know, I grew up in yeah. Canada being an outdoorsman. It's not like I don't know how to. I just don't have the appropriate licensing okay. for it. So let's say a mountain about, uh, not the end of the world. Let's let's get away from that. But something shit's going down, and I'm out hunting, and I see a fucking deer, and I have a bow and arrow, like I'm fucking Katniss Everdeen, and I shoot <laughs> a motherfucker precision, and I kill him in the neck, whatever. Now what do I do? Now what I do, Tuttles? I don't fucking even know what to do. And you have that a, shit you have a is machete. A, That's a process, right? It ain't like Red Dead Redemption where it takes like uh, ten seconds and then. Yeah, no, no. See, yeah. I've I've butchered deer because my yeah. uncle used to run a uh, a butcher shop. Yeah. And on Sundays, people would bring in deers, and we would process them over on Sundays. Uh, wait, wait, before you go, parental discretion is advised. No, I'm not going to get too explicit. Yeah, but please, please, please. Okay. Except for the part of the fact that he had a stainless steel chainsaw and he would use it to cut its oh, head off at the neck. And... Well, what if you're <laughs> out there? You have to use a machete. You're out there and you have to use a machete and you're... Here's the scenario. Are you stuck on foot? Yeah. You're not going to be able to carry a whole deer around. You have to quarter it? Quarter it and carry what you can. Okay. When they talk about quarter it, what do they mean? What do you mean by that? Basically, quartering it just means like you have the front half that would be like the rib shoulder, like okay. top front shoulder, mm-hmm. and the back half's like the rump and the leg and stuff like okay. that. Basically, if you take the deer, you chop its head off, and then if you cut that into four, that's quartering basically. Awesome. Okay. Um, and then, dude, you have let's not even get into it. You have to do so much shit, right? Like. The skin, that's a whole the... that's a whole fucking thing like you're supposed to hang the deer for a couple of days to let the oh, blood drain out let the meat do what it's supposed to do okay you can just kill it and eat whatever right away but i don't know yeah that's a whole different ball game <laughs> you remember the movie with leonardo dicaprio um where he um he was getting revenge because they killed his son he was left out there to die what was it called and he got fucked up by the bear? No, I've never seen that one. So uh, he runs into an Indian. God damn it. The Revenant. The Revenant, bro. You never saw The Revenant? Dude, you got to see The Revenant. Please. I'll fucking it's on Netflix. It. I'll watch it. I will mail it to you. That's such a good movie. And just write up the Pretty Good Prepper podcast, Ali, bro. Because he, he runs into an Indian and he's all fucked up. And what happens is the Indian has a buff. He killed a buffalo, and he's just mm-hmm. straight up eating the meat, cutting it and eating raw buffalo. <laughs> yep. You you won't get sick. I, I I'm not going to comment on that. I know people that will do that, and I know people that won't do that. Depends on how fresh it is, like sushi, right? I got gotcha. you. But you. if your stomach's not used to doing stuff like that, I guarantee you won't have the enzymes and you'll borderline shit yourself to death. Damn, bro. All right, everybody. You know what? We're going to wrap it up. This has just been the introduction to the Pretty Good Prepper podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Tuttles, I hope you enjoyed yourself. We just fucking yes, all, uh, this really good episode. I really, really appreciate the fact you're around your show. I can't understand anything you're saying. Bro. 
we just fucking dipped into the shallow end of the pool, bro. And uh, we're going to get more specific in other episodes. But, um, you know, thank you, Tuttles. You have anything to plug, you know, before we head out? And let me just... Uh... You have anything to plug? Nothing no. to plug anymore. Nothing to plug. Nope. All right. Thank you, everybody, for coming to join the Pretty Good Pepper <laughs> Podcast. This has been your most homeboy I'm from the Appalachian Mountains. And my partner right here, we got Tunnel 17. Yeah, boy. And you knows how to fucking cut the head off of a fish and fucking eat them and shit. <laughs> on and on. The deer is going to be a little bit more difficult. You know, the only thing I didn't like about the fish part is you said asshole. You know what I'm saying? But that's okay. Next time, we'll keep it more PG. <laughs> son of a bitch. I'm just kidding. Thank you, everybody. And uh, join us again on the Pretty Good Prepper Podcast. Pretty Good Prepper Podcast. Pretty Good Prepper. I wanted a funny song. I wanted a cool song. I think I made it, right? I think it's pretty cool, right? Yeah, absolutely. And if you don't, if you have an idea and you don't write it down right away, it's like a bubble. Like when you dream, it's like a bubble. And if you don't fucking get that bubble, it'll pop and you'll never remember. So I'm driving on the way to work and I told you, oh shit, we're going to do a show, the Pretty Good Prepper Podcast and all this shit. And this song comes to my head, and so I'm... Ladies and gentlemen, I hate to say this, but... While driving with one hand, I'm... <laughs> I'm recording into my phone, singing the hook with the other hand, and then writing, like, the lyrics and <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Awesome, man. oh boy. Hey... It's almost over. It's almost over. Welcome. Uh, you live in Disneyland. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you're enjoying Splash Mountain. I hope you didn't get too fucking wet, boy. Because you know what? It's Yeah, it might be a hot day, but you're, everything's going to be fucking uh, soaked in shit. Your socks, your underwear, your shirt, your, your pants, and your fucking hat. Peace. Ha, ha, ha.